Hey guys, welcome to Around the Emirates podcast with Sarah Musa, where I speak to guests from across the UAE about topics you want to hear about. Today, I'm joined by a special guest, Mohamed Khaled. Hi, Mohamed. Hello, hello. Super happy to be here. Thank you so much for joining me. So Mohammed is CEO and founder of Hotdesk, a tech platform that provides co-working and remote working spaces and enables hybrid work right here in the UAE. How awesome is that, right? <laughs> Thank you very much. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, so first of all, just before we start, right, I think uh, we want to say that, you know, we super love what you do, right? It's super interesting to have a lens around the Emirates and really look at, you know, um, you know what's cooking in, in the home, homegrown sort of geography uh, and happy to be part of it. That is very sweet of you. I swear to God, I did not pay him to say that. I promise. That was him who said it from himself. I'm joking. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. My show. <laughs> cool. So, Mohammed, I understand that you started this company at a really young age as an entrepreneur, even when you had a full-time job and a family. So please tell me more about your story and how Hot Desk came to be. 100%. So yeah, I'll, I'll kick off with a quick uh, sort of background of me and, you know, uh, and, and how this sort of came to be. So again, so uh, Dublin-born Egyptian, lived in Cairo all my life. Um, so studied accounting and finance and then uh, sort of found myself into PwC, right, which is uh, the world's largest, um, you know, auditing consulting firm. So I started with them in 2014 and it, it was just a hammer, right? Uh, we we just started and working and it was like 14 hour work days. It was insane. On the first day at PwC, I also met my uh, you know future to be wife. And I ended up getting married uh, pretty early. So I got married uh, when I was 23. I have two kids but, now. Uh, I mean. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that was sort of, again, the start and, and, and how I sort of got into that realm of consulting and audit. So I started off in Cairo, Abu Dhabi, then Dubai, uh, Doha in the middle. I was primarily a regional resource. So I was always traveling around as a consultant. Mm -hmm. And I think the eureka moment behind this is, um, so one late night, I was just uh, working at an office in another country. And so whenever we travel, right, you just go to a new city you haven't been before, you take out your PwC ID and just open the door, right? And it will mm -hmm. open up. You walk in and it's exactly the same brand same look and feel you, you had a sense of where the coffee machine was your your right. wi-fi was same setup yeah yeah and then it just hit me that i had the power to access offices in 158 countries around the world with a single id and how do i bring this to the masses so yeah that's just a bit about how we started wow i mean it's an interesting concept how like obviously remote working like hybrid working is is the new um feature of the workforce right so this is something post-pandemic that people will do you can no longer force people i mean most companies no longer can force people to come to the office five days a week and people are actually some people are more productive at home so it's really cool that you decided to kind of bring this to the masses as you said now like knowing that the, the, the pandemic was actually almost an opportunity for you to really bring to the people what you saw was actually a proper concept so that's pretty cool in itself so so the funny thing was uh, this idea was actually born in may 2019 so way oh, before the pandemic and that, so, so the funny thing is so initially me and my co-founders thought that we brought the pandemic on right because we just decided to do this <laughs> Our launch date was first launch date, right? We were still part-time. We didn't have any money. We were working our full-time jobs and doing this at night. And we launched in January uh, 2020 uh, for the first time. And then uh, whack, the pandemic comes in. But but the interesting ah. thing is, like you said, right? The whole world became our target audience. But if I just double-click on that thought and zoom in a little bit. Mm. So 
it, it wasn't as as quick of a conversion as it seems, right? Because initially, pre-pandemic, it was just 100% work from office all the time. So there, there was no problem to solve. You just woke up, went to the office, that was it. Then during the pandemic itself, right? Again, a lot of the outlooks were like, are we going to continue like this forever? Are we going to be remote forever? Because it sure. was 100% work from home. Unless it's a specific industry where, you know, again, uh, like you're building a building, right? You have to be there in person, but everything else was at home. There was a mass adoption of remote work technologies, again, which is a bit different from hybrid work in a sense. Uh, and um, and then the whole world went into that for a while. We realized that it would take time for us to then come out of that phase and go to what we call work 3.0, uh, which is, um, you know, a twilight zone of hybrid where mm. the office, home, and co-working sort of all coexist, right? And, um, but yeah, so um, pandemic uh, was uh, our doing. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's oh, insane. <laughs> it's all right, it's all right. My, my listeners do have a sense of humor, don't worry. <laughs> but it is actually insane how opportune that, that must have been for you. And it's, it's not just the fact that you were able to start a business like, you know, with, with your friends and working overnight. Like that was one thing that is super inspiring to me. But also the fact that you're able to actually uh, like help so many people, right? I mean, with the pandemic and and companies are just trying to still figure out what does remote working mean, what is hybrid working, how do I do that, how do I make sure that everything runs smoothly with my business in order for us to continue to to stay awake or I guess open uh, awake. <laughs> but um, cool. So uh, my next question is more kind of around the challenges and the obstacles that you face. I know you just said that you're kind of working super late with your with your friends, etc. What do you feel was the biggest challenge to help bring hot dust to life? So I think uh, a really interesting challenge was, right, that, that you had to kind of peek into the future, right, and, and sort of believe in yourself and keep going, um, you know, even if everyone around you thinks otherwise, right? Mm. So, 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 again, so starting this, being at POVC in the morning, right, doing 14-hour shifts of work, right, and going home, putting my kids to sleep, you know, everyone's thought was that, you know, this is impossible, you, you cannot do this, uh, you cannot kickstart it part-time, right, you, you have to go full-time, right, and, you, you know, again, it being in Dubai, etc., you know, you sometimes you can't just leave your job and, and sort of fully jump in, so right. we, we had to face chicken or egg problem all the time, right, so, mm. you know, we, we want to we build, but to build, let's say, we need money, but to get the money, kind of have to have the product ready first and then have some customers to get the customers you need the spaces to get right. the spaces you need the customers right so it was always a chicken or egg problem but our methodology on how we did it we always just did it piece by piece right we didn't we didn't go too fast it wasn't too insane well it is kind of insane but i think we just did it step by step and kind of just kept building um right and and again while everyone in the world was saying you know what no we're staying remote forever um right we don't believe again the office is dead we don't believe homeworking will, will die right i think all three home office and co-working will exist as a real estate spectrum for us to use right but we just had to stick to that thought and, mm. and, and sort of building um sort of towards it and um and yeah just believe in yourself and keep going i think that was uh that was a uh, challenge and the second one was honestly the the ability to again just continue to believe in yourself as you launch so we launched when and went full time right september 21 right that was a golden month where we said you know right we're going full at it and uh, you know it's mm -hmm. it's time to grow i see so, you know, a month before we go live 
you know, me and my co-founders are thinking, right, is, is anyone actually going to use this, right? Are we, are we actually going to get any bookings? You know, let's go and see. And then we had 15 bookings the first month. So I said, wow. okay, we were lucky and this is not going to happen again, right? And then the, the, the month so, after it was about 54 bookings. I so we see. Like, Maybe, oh, but, but uh, for sure, you know, we're lucky and this isn't going to happen again. But right, right we're going to luck. <laughs> 15 months later, we're, you know, uh, doing over 10,000 bookings a month in 40 countries and 170 cities around the world. Um, you know, team has grown from five people to 52 uh, across nine countries, you know, uh, Dubai, uh, Dublin, Cairo, uh, you know, and, and Singapore, London, Barcelona, India, Pakistan, um, Saudi. And, you know, we, I think we haven't even started. That's so it's that challenge of believing yourself. Yeah. No, no, for sure. I think that you, you, you are your biggest cheerleader, right? So you are the one that will take you forward the, the hardest. You are the one that will really motivate you because if you as a person don't want to do it or you feel like you can't continue, then then there's no passion behind it. But I do want exactly. to take a quick step back and just understand the process. So someone makes a booking, what happens next? So essentially, so yeah, so I'll take a step back to that on, on what Hotdesk is, right? So Hotdesk initially started off as the Airbnb of you know, um, of office spaces, right? So, so essentially, the, the typical conundrum is, you know, the co-working market is so large. So, people might not know it, but you know, the WeWorks of this world, etc., control a very minute market share of total space, right? There's, you know, thousands of spaces that are just amazing, you know, mm. but you might not know of them that they are around you, right? It's a super fragmented market. So, what Hotdesk initially did was, and we still do, but we have other verticals, is you know, we we aggregate this market of co-working spaces all the way to your fingertips, right? So basically as a end user, you can take out your phone, you could say, you know, I want a desk, a meeting room or an office for an hour, a day, month or a year, anytime, anywhere, right? So you can pull out your phone now and book a space in Singapore or London mm. or, or Cairo or wherever wow. you want to be, right? And the idea is you pay for what you need, right? You don't need that mm. super long, you know, lease commitment with capex and investing into furniture and waiting time. So let's say again, you're you're launching a market as a company super quick. You you have five to ten people. You want to launch tomorrow. You want them to meet twice a week. You know, bam, you book a meeting room twice a week or whatever, and and, and it's done. As a freelancer, so we even have students on the app, right? Students, freelancers, graphic designers, right? That wanna you know, be in a certain environment for inspiration and productivity. You have a salesperson that wants to close a deal and meet their client, but not in a Starbucks or a... Yeah. So think about it. The largest co-working space in the world is Starbucks, right? But yeah. it's just geared towards work, right? The tables are so round and tight, uh, not much space, save your laptop, no no charger slot. Uh, yeah. You have, you know, kids around you, you're not... But with Hotdesk, you, you get into the zone or, or the, the zen zone right mentally and physically right? finding a space but also finding your mental space to kind of carry out creativity so that's what uh, how this does without complicating it because we have three four other verticals that are just i'm uh, sure you do <laughs> no but the fact that you described it as like the airbnb thing that was that that for me uh is is really interesting um that is that is so cool so i could just call you and say hey i need to go work in like i don't know malaysia tomorrow and then you could just set up a space for me in malaysia or whatever country you operate in that is included in this and then i could just yeah, go without there. even calling you just pull out your phone and it's done that's, that's amazing it. you just click that's amazing wow um so i guess knowing that you're in so many different countries and that you've you've grown so much you must have some kind of 
funny story to tell me about this journey, baby? <laughs> so, so it's not typically funny. It's it's just weird, right? How how so many coincidences have happened to enable mm. this to come, right? And, and and I think right, my sort of vision on on this whole thing is, you know, you you do what you need to do, right? Be it, you know your your motivation and discipline. But again, motivation is like a shower, right? If you don't shower for a couple of days. You get dusty, right? You need to shower again. You need to continuously motivate yourself. But it's more again about discipline and and doing things you know that you have to do regardless if you feel like doing them or not. But that being said, I do also believe again that you know everything around us is, is God sent, right? And mm-hmm. and there's a big element of what happens around you. Um, so just as an example, right? So so I'm on leave in Cairo. A uh, friend of mine that, you know, has been living in Barcelona for a couple of years is also on leave and we meet by complete coincidence, right? And we're just talking about this and, you know, he lives in Spain. We haven't talked in years and it's just funny. And um, I had just started sort of on my own and then, you know, just, you know, talking to my wife and she's like, hey, why don't you call him? Uh, you know, Sarab could actually uh, be your co-founder. He's pretty cool. And, and I talked to him and I tell him, listen, man, we're going to do this. We're going to do it in Cairo. He's like, yeah, but I'm going to have to move back to Barcelona. I'm like, ah, no. But he's like, well, we can do it everywhere in the world. I was like, oh, yeah. And then he sort of joined us, right? And then, you know, me at PwC walking around, another colleague of mine, you know, uh, Shwiki, who's our other co-founder, you know, says like, you know, when are we going to quit our jobs and have a business? And I'm like, man, if you have money, let's let's do it. He's like, but, you know, what do you mean? I said, well, if you, if you have a bit of money, I have this idea and let's do it. And And now, you know, here we are. That's literally just because I crossed this table. And then last but not least, I, you know, again in Cairo, again on leave, just in a, uh, just walking around some restaurants and, and I see our, you know, last co-founder, Hamza, our CTO. And I meet him and he's, you know, he's closing up his ex-startup and he's about to leave for Dublin um, to join Google. And Ooh. just that moment of meeting him and reconnecting from our university days and then continuing the conversation later, brings this to life so i think the, oh the funny thing is right, a lot of so a, a lot of people look at again if any any success story and i'm not saying that we are a success story right right we we, we hold ourselves accountable we think it's super early we're not judging that we you know we've done something whatever we've done is, is nothing compared to what we want to accomplish right and we're going for that but many people will look at a linkedin post or an announcement or fundraising or any success story it doesn't have to be startup related and and they'll just think like yeah it's this you know go for it and it's done no it's not right there's a high degree of again luck yeah right everything is got said uh, there's a high degree of again discipline working from the shadows building at night uh, you know working without money building convincing people trying to fundraise failing trying to recruit team members uh you know uh, thinking of it 24 7 day and night dreaming of it waking up thinking of solutions right it's so much deeper right and it, it takes a, a toll on again sometimes uh, your mental health sometimes your family and it, but sometimes it's then amazing because you you break free from the shackles right you 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 unlock yourself and and to sort of wrap this piece up i think so initially we, we thought of hot desk as a prop tech right because it spaces people like Right. But in reality, it's productivity tech, right? Because if I think about it, if I open Instagram now or TikTok, I'm probably doodling, right? I'm just like scrolling, scrolling. But everybody on Hotdesk is getting things done, 
right? It's either somebody wants a space to work from, somebody that's studying and needs a closed room or for private tutoring or whatever, maybe, mm. uh, you know, um, uh, a company that's expanding, uh, somebody closing a sales deal or an investor deal, somebody wants a quiet space. Everybody on Hotdesk opens the app with the intention of getting things done. So when right. you think of what we sell, we do not sell desks. Right? We sell productivity, inspiration, and networking. And we are so happy that, you know, like with over 10,000 instances just last month, and I hope we know we continue to, to grow and look back at this podcast and say, what a small number and why did I mention it? I <laughs> <hope>. <laughs> but 10, more than 10,000 instances of people, you know, we're, we're doing things, moving forward with their lives, right? Uh, motivating themselves, getting things done, crossing tasks off a list um, and, and moving forward. And, you know, we're super happy to be part of this, but I think it's just, you know, you just got to do what you do and the rest comes from God, if that makes any sense. You are a master. You are a master. Wow. I don't even have any more questions for you. You've literally just said everything that my listeners would love to hear. And I am so just happy for you just to see you speak from the heart and just be so authentic in, in what you do. And I, I truly do admire that. No, thank you very much. And again, uh, you know, anytime you or your listeners are around One Central in Dubai, right next to the, <laughs> you know, Music of the Future, pass by our new office. We're about to announce its launch. Uh, it's the hot desk HQ. Yeah, nice. right. So you see, we have an office of our own. It's it's a pretty tight one, right? Because we again we use it. We practice what we preach. We we have a team that's larger than the office size, but mm -hmm. but we again we practice hybrid work. We work from here sometimes. A couple of days a week, we'll work from a co-working space or home or one of our clients' offices for our enterprise deals, etc. And 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 really, you know, our other product that I won't get into now, we enables all of this to happen under one umbrella. But we'll keep this for the next episode. <laughs> Part two coming soon to a podcast. Just assuming I'm on the next episode. No. Awesome. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you today, Muhammad. Honestly, I've learned so much from, I guess, the things that I didn't realize that we actually needed. Like you didn't know about it, like you needed it until you heard about it. And honestly, I think that everyone can benefit from something like hot desk. And like you said, it's not just about like a desk and a chair. It's about what is the best and most productive space for you to get things done in. And I think that's amazing. Thank you so much. No, thank you so much, Sarah. What you're doing is super inspiring and very happy <laughs> to be here. And again, uh, looking forward to see you in person. Uh, yes, for sure. Definitely. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next weekend. Bye. Well, bye.